so I've taught myself that if my eyes just open on their own and I feel good and rested and like thumbs up, let's go, Joanna, I get up. And let me tell you, girls, those days when I get up really early at 345, I have the best day. Now, it's not because it's any longer or I got up early or whatever it was. It was just because I listened and honored my body. Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Hello, girls, and welcome back to another episode of The Get Up Girl. Today is your Monday kickoff. It's going to be a quickie. I'm going to read no review. We're going to go right into the show because I want to give you the meat quickly to set you off for your week. Today's show is all about your morning, and it's five things that will help your morning get better and create more for the rest of your day. These are five things that I do that have helped me create a strong morning routine seven days a week, all year round. And I want to preface that it's your choice. You can choose to do this five days a week when you're working and maybe take two days off, or maybe you have a different morning routine for the weekends. Maybe you have a different morning routine just for Sundays. What if you're off on Wednesdays and Wednesdays you have a different morning routine? Yet if you don't have a routine, then you will be succumb to what happens in life and then you will be out of control and things will then happen to you instead of you creating it yourself. So the morning routine for me is me creating it, not it creating me. And this has taken me over 20 years to create. This is not an overnight thing. Uh, it Some things happened quicker than others, but the overall theme of my morning, the overall ability to make this such a habit, like brushing my teeth in the morning, has taken more than 20 years. I'm not telling you it has to take 20 years. What else is possible for you? What I'm saying is I want to preface it so that you can give yourself grace if this takes time for you to develop and create. Here's the first thing that I do. When you want a strong morning and to wake up excited for life, it is your bedtime routine. It starts with your evening and bedtime. What you do before you go to bed. Are you on your phone? Are you watching SUV? What's that show? Law and Order SUV? Okay, are you watching something of that nature where it's really depressing and sad? Or maybe you're watching some comedy. Are you reading a book? What type of books are you reading that is helping you come down from the day? Or are you go, 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 and then you just try to fall back asleep? Look, one of the things that I think that can create a magical evening, and this was, you know, has been done thousands and thousands and thousands of years, and in my interesting point of view, has really changed in the last 100 years. But what our ancestors did was when the sun went down, you know, they started to 
go get ready for bed and then they would have sex. They would make love with their partner or, or whomever. And that was part of their day. And I think with a lot of screen time and television and we're exhausted, that is sometimes in the back burner. And so if you do have a partner there, what if you got rid of all your electronics the night in the evening to in order to create that intimacy with someone else and maybe there's some conversation or maybe there's some like massage or hugging but really think about your your bedtime routine and are you thinking about it consciously or are you just falling asleep like almost like your phone turns off it's just like mm, i'm done and that was me for the last one to two years my evening routine was just awful in my point of view, it was, uh, it was not beneficial for me. It really drained me. There was no consistency. It was, uh, it was happening to me. I was not creating it. I was very unconscious when it came to the evening because I was so exhausted that I would just fall asleep in my clothes right on the couch and then wake up at one in the morning, then walk up to bed. I mean, it, it just was not fun. And when I had that awakening, I'm like, this is going to change. And I gave myself time, grace, and I worked on it in order to change my bedtime evening routine. So that's number one. Number two is sleep. Get enough sleep that is required for you. Look, everybody's different. And there's some days when I can do seven hours, seven and a half, eight. Sometimes I require, you know, eight and a half. Sometimes I'm good with five. Like I just wake up and I'm like, I'm good. I listen to my body and I just go with whatever it's telling me. However, in the grand scheme of things, I have, you know, done this enough where I know I do well at seven and a half to eight hours. I'm like, good, right? And who knows, my body can change. And as I'm speaking right now, it's seven and a half to eight hours. And there's times when I go to bed and it's six hours in and my eyes wake up at 3.45 in the morning or 4.15 and I just wake up right? And I start to, I start my day. I remember listening to Wayne Dyer about this and he said, uh, I forgot what it was and don't quote me on this, but something about Chinese medicine and, or something else I can't, can't remember. But when your eyes open, that's literally like your, your clock, you, your body saying, okay, I'm good. Get up. Right. But a lot of times we'll go back to bed because we're thinking, oh, I'm going to be tired throughout the day. This is too early to get up. And so I've taught myself that I, if my eyes just open on their own and I feel good and rested and like thumbs up, let's go, Joanna, I get up. And let me tell you, girls, those days when I get up really early at 345, I have the best day. Now, it's not because it's any longer or I got up early or whatever it was. It was just because I listened and honored my body. And this is another thing I hear, like, Joanna, why do you get up so early on a Sunday, like sleep in? But I'm like, but I still sleep. I just go to bed earlier. You know, it's not like I get less sleep. Do you get what I'm saying? So I think they think I'm like removing hours from my sleep. I'm like, no, I'm still getting my seven and a half or eight. I'm just going to bed early on a Saturday night, right? And that's my choice. And if I want to go out late that Saturday night, then I might sleep in a little bit longer on that Sunday. I might not get up at five, but I'm still, you know, I usually still get up early because I want the longest amount of daylight and day for my day, especially for my days off. Number three. Oh, this is a big one. Put your phone or your alarm, whatever you use for alarm, but I've 
talked to many of my clients and most of them, 99.9%, all use their phone for their alarm. And this is what I do. And this has been about two to three years in the making. I sleep with my phone away from my bed. Now, here's a couple reasons why. One, so that texts don't come in through the middle of the night, but I sleep with a really loud ringer in case you know, there is an emergency and somebody calls me in the middle of the night. Also, because when my alarm goes off in the morning, it makes me stand up. It makes me go turn it off. And only a couple of times I've slept through it because I'm so tired. and It's just in the background. But other than that, I stand up and it makes me turn it off and it makes me get up. The second thing I do is I sleep with like an old school alarm, you know, just like a plug in. And that one is by my bed just in case, you know, that's like plan B in case I sleep through the other one and I'm supposed to teach in the morning or something like that. But I always set two alarms. And the one by my bed is always set for 5 a.m. Unless, like I said, I go out on a Saturday and I'm going to set it later on that particular Sunday. And it's usually always set for 5 a.m. Okay. And I set it to music. And right now it's set to Christmas music. So like I can wake up to some Christmas music and plus the alarm is in my bathroom. The one that is by my bed, I set that one five minutes later than the one in the bathroom. So the one in the bathroom will go off first. So when I get up, I will turn off the one by my bed. And if the one by my bed goes off, then that means that I have slept through the one in the bathroom. And by doing this, this will help you, you know, not have that nervous, anxious feeling that you're phone is by your bed, that you're going to check it right away when you get up. Uh, All that kind of anxiety, oh my gosh, it has just released me. And here's a big question to ask yourself. If you're scared or like nervous to sleep with your phone in the bathroom or another bedroom or another room, so to speak, we got bigger questions to ask than, than what we're asking. Because then there's some bigger fish to fry. And I know some people sleep with it like across the room or just a little bit farther. I'm like, what if you sleep with it actually in a completely different room? Like, are, are you, can you do that? You know? And like, I, I just really, I challenge you to really get deep and wonder what is it that, that, that fear is that you need your phone right next to you. Okay. Uh, choose you for the seven and eight, whatever hours you're going to sleep that you are not on anybody's beck and call. You come first, somebody's agenda. And there's sometimes I'm lying there and I can hear the text go off and I'm like, "Mm, too bad. Everybody knows if they know me, they know I'm in bed by nine or 10. I don't respond after that, right? And then you will start to train people, okay? Fourth thing, when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do, like I walk like a zombie, like just kind of like, you know, crusty eyes or whatever to the kitchen and I drink water. And most of the time I'll drink like warm water, not hot water, but just a little warm. And I drink about a liter. If you don't do this in the morning, please do not go to a liter right away. I've built up to this, but I am so thirsty when I wake up in the morning. Now think about it. You are dehydrated for the last six, seven, eight hours of you in your slumber. And maybe you didn't even drink water before you went to bed as as well. So let's say you stop drinking water at 5 p.m., let's just say. So that is really like 15, 16, whatever hours it is, I'm not doing the math, that you haven't had any water, that you are dehydrated. So hydrate your body. And the reason for this is that it will help wake you up. I'm telling you, if I don't have water in the morning, I feel so groggy. And as soon as I drink water, it is my spinach at, for Popeye. It is my tan and I get up and I just feel like, oh my gosh, I'm awake now. 
And if you think it's coffee for you, I, I challenge you to see if you can have water because when you sleep at night, we wake up with bad breath. And the reason we wake up with bad breath is because our body is acidic, full of acid, and that's the bad breath. And it's coming from our stomach up through our esophagus, through our mouth, and it's like, oh, I got to brush my teeth. Gross. And the pH levels of your body are off. And as soon as you put water, it'll help alkalize. That word is always so fun for me to say. Alkalize your body. You know, you've heard of pH, pH 7, pH, you know, whatever. The pH levels, I mean, we've heard that all all our lives and we're like, do we even know what it means? And so our body is acidic when we wake up. And if you put coffee on your acidity, it's just putting more acid on acid. But if you start with some water, then it'll help alkalize the body. Plus, it'll help move things in your body. It'll help move your bowels. It'll help just kind of like start the engine. Imagine in the morning, it's snowing, it's really cold outside, and you start your car and then you just go. No, like if you're in the snow, you're going to start your car and you're going to let it warm up. That's the same thing how I see water in the morning. So give that a whirl. Maybe just start with a cup, eight ounces, and just keep training yourself. Small and consistent. Small and consistent. Do not go to a leader. Small and consistent. Just small, small, small. Do it for 30 days and check it off and feel good about it. Go, oh my gosh, I did it for 30 days and notice how you feel. DM me. Let me know. I would be really curious to know how the difference is if you were not drinking water and now you drink water right when you wake up. And the fifth thing is, I think I said these in order, right? If I said drink water is number three, it was really number four. But we're now on number five. And start small and stay consistent. I, I've noticed when people go into, I'm going to start a morning routine and it fizzles out. And the reason is because you go from A to Z. You go too far. You jump too much. Let's say you normally on Sundays get up at nine and you just sleep in or you normally are late to work and that's your like normal. Train yourself to start small and wake up 15 minutes earlier than you've been. But if you want to go right away and go two hours earlier or go right into the 5 a.m. club, slowly, girls, slowly. This took me so long, over 20 years to get to 5 a.m. to 4.30 to 4.45 a.m. club where, you know, 5 a.m. is my default, but sometimes it's 4.45, sometimes it's 4.30. And sometimes it's 6 and sometimes it's 7, right? I don't want to like be all, tell you I'm all perfect. No, that is not the case, gals, right? But my default is 5 a.m. And look, you can choose whatever you wish. And I challenge you again to ask yourself, what is the sleeping in? When I was in my late teens and my early 20s, I hated waking up in the morning. Absolutely horrified. So mean. I was a complete female dog in the morning. I was a not a kind person. Not at all. I was not kind at all. I was very harsh and cruel to people. And I was snarky. And I didn't want to talk to anybody for like the first two to three hours. And I was like that since I was a girl. And now that I can look back at it, it was because I was unhappy. It was because I didn't want to wake up and be alive. I didn't want to go through my day. I would rather sleep. Okay, so by trying to wake up early in the morning is not going to solve everything. However, it's 
starting a question of something bigger? Is it the excuse of I'm not a morning person or is it the truth of I'm just not happy right now and I don't want to wake up in the morning? I don't want to face the day. I don't want to live. And then there's something different that we can work on and with tools and choose something different. Yet, if you keep using the excuse of I'm not a morning person, are you really hiding behind the fact of there's something else deeper there? Please, I challenge you to change that question. So start small, start 15 minutes earlier for 30 days again, and then go to 20 minutes and then go to 30 minutes and then just keep shaving it off. I mean, I used to be a 10 a.m. girl. I used to wake up at 10 a.m. in my 20s. And when I had my dance studio, I was a 10 a.m. girl because I was the evening person. I was the night owl. And looking back at that, it was a complete excuse because, again, I was not happy. And from 10 a.m. to 5 a.m., that's five hours. So that took me 20 years to change. I did not go, you know, from 10 a.m. to 5. I went from 10 to like 9 a.m. And then 9 a.m. I think went to 7 a.m. That was a pretty big jump. But 7 a.m. I worked on that a long time. Then one day I'm like, oh, let me try 6.30. Okay, let me, you know, and then I was like, oh, I actually like 6 a.m. And I was at 6 a.m. for many, many, many years. And then I heard about the 5 a.m. club. And I'm like, ooh, okay, 5 a.m. Whoa, it's dark then. Like, here we go. Let's go for it, Joanna. And let me tell you. I've never been happier in my life. Look, of course, doesn't mean everything's perfect and roses. Yeah, there's many, many, many moments of my life is not fun. The best part of my day is 5 a.m. waking up and it's quiet and I have the brisk, cold air on my face and nobody's around and the early bird gets the worm and I feel like 10 steps ahead of everybody else. It is such an amazing feeling. And if I were to die that day, I feel good because I'm like, I got my, my juice. I got my kudos. I got, I got my, I got my, you know, I got my goodness for that day. I would never want my last day on this planet to be like, oh, I slept in. I don't want to get up. But, uh, life sucks. And then I die. I want to have died watching the sun come up. And like, yep, I went out, mic drop, boom. That was a great day. That was a great life. That's what I choose. And I used to be the latter. I used to be the girl waking up at 10, hating life. Screw you. The people that get up in the morning, they're lame, they're nerdy. <laughs> Every story I told, I should get a, an Academy Award for, <laughs> for, uh, for the most hate for the mornings and the biggest change. You know, so 10 a.m., I wanted to sleep till noon. So 10 for me was early. Let's review them for our Monday kickoff. Number one, bedtime routine. Get a great bedtime routine. You'll be able to go to sleep faster and then start your day. Number two, get enough sleep. If you're not getting enough sleep, then go to bed earlier and get rid of those, uh, the screens from your bedroom so that you can sleep. Number three, put your phone or alarm in a different room to help you focus on your sleep and not focus on the phone. Number four, drink water right when you get up to, you know, have that Popeye spinach feeling. And number five is start small and stay consistent. Just go small, minute here, 15 minutes there, and stay consistent for at least 30 days. See how it goes. Maybe you need to do it for a year. Everybody's different. Listen to your body. Give yourself grace. You got this, girls. 
those five things that will help your morning can change your life. And I am having my 30-day get-up meditation challenge. Right now we're on, we're halfway, we're on day 14. And it has been the biggest gift for me and I hope for all of you that are tuning in and Look, you don't have to do all 30 days. You can jump in now. If you're interested, go to thegetupgirl.net forward slash meditation. Let me say that one more time. Thegetupgirl.net forward slash meditation. You will get an email every morning to remind you that we're going live. And then maybe you're a text girl. Maybe you're like, no, nah, I wanted to come to my phone. Text me the word meditation, really simple, meditation to 323 524 9857. One more time, text the word meditation to 323-524-9857. That's also in the show notes, both of them. And I would love for you to join me in my morning routine at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So depending on where you are in the world, that might be a different time for you. Awesome. Perfect. Join us. It's less than five minutes. It's really quick. But what we're working on is our habit, our habit of showing up every day for you the habit of showing up every day to create your life, your day. Girls, you're magical. You're amazing. Have an amazing, amazing, phenomenal week. And remember to get back up. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.